0: Hello, you're listening to a special one-off Wrestlemania special of the Comics Pals And in this corner, the challenger From New York, New York
1: Sean Bartley. (laughs) Hello, hello Uh, I can't say I appreciate it, but uh, Alright, that's what we're going with
0: And in this corner The People's Champion From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania The one the only, Philip
1: uh, Casey. Wait, what? You got all that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the champion. Wow. <laughs> There's a little more pomp and circumstance with me. Uh, uh, to say the least. <laughs> I thought you were going to object to being the challenger. That's <laughs> fine.
1: It's, it, it's, it's okay to be the challenger because that means that the build is focused on me.
0: That's true, you're the you're the underdog. I am the heel. <laughs> I'm exactly. the heel. You're definitely the heel. <laughs> uh so everyone, we're doing a special preview of WrestleMania weekend because I don't know if you realize this. Sean has the green light to go to New Orleans and he is ready to go. Okay.
1: You're actually triggering me, <laughs> so But
0: it's true. Sean is in fact going to New Orleans for WrestleMania weekend.
1: Yeah, uh I'm really excited. Um you know we're going to talk about it, but I think this this WrestleMania card is actually shaping up to be the best of the three, of the four WrestleManias that I've been to so far.
0: Yeah, you know before we get into it, tell us a little bit about your WrestleMania experience
1: in the past. Sure. Uh so I've been to WrestleMania 20 gosh, what was it? 27? No, not 27. Uh, t- like twenty four WrestleMania two thousand and eight. I went to, uh, Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Can't remember the number. I think twenty four is it? Yeah, I believe it was twenty four. And then I also went to WrestleMania twenty nine. Um, that's a great so one. The one? No, it's not. Uh,
0: no, that's the best one because that's where The Rock didn't wrestle and the Miz main evented.
1: No, you're thinking of twenty seven.
0: Oh, uh, you're right. Twenty nine was Rock and
1: Cena too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That WrestleMania was not good, Um, and then I also went to WrestleMania the, the, the last two years, so this year, or last year and the year prior 32
0: and 33 Yeah When you said 29, the first thing I thought of was CM Punk versus Undertaker, and I was like, oh, that was a great match It was (laughs) And I thought of the rest of the car, and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So,
1: at this point, I'm a seasoned vet of WrestleManias. I haven't hit the jackpot with one quite yet, although I will say uh, 24 was really good. But this one, again, shaping up to be amazing. So, uh, let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, so before we get before we talk about WrestleMania thirty four, the night before is NXT Takeover New Orleans, uh, and it's been a real. Real resurgence for NXT. I've actually been rewatching every takeover from uh, NXT arrival back in 2014, and uh, I'm right at uh, NXT Takeover San Antonio, which was around the Rumble 2017, so a little over a year ago. So I haven't quite, I haven't quite got to uh, NXT Takeover Orlando yet, which would have been a year ago uh, now, but. There there was a queer talent loss, talent drain when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Finn Balor and uh, Bailey and Charlotte and all those people got called up to the main roster, and it was up to like Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura to really carry the brand. But they've replenished it so well. Uh, Brooklyn three and Philadelphia were very good shows. That main event, obviously in Philadelphia, which Sean and I both went to, phenomenal.
1: We reviewed it. So that's you can right. go check that out if you want to.
0: So what we have here, I guess we'll talk about what I presume to be the uh opening match, but that that's obviously subject to debate. Triple H uh introduced a new championship. The North American uh the North American Championship, I guess is what they're calling it, right? Yeah. The NXT North American Championship. So in that match, we're gonna have six people compete in a ladder match, which will feature Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, and the one and only High Flying Ricochet.
1: Yeah, I mean this is going to be amazing. I think uh, you take away the ladder match, take away the championship, and it's still big just because it's EC3 and Ricochet's debut. Uh, but when then when you then add all of those other elements, it's like. Colossal! Everybody's been wanting NXT to have a mid-card title. We're finally getting that, and it's debuting in grand fashion.
0: And the belt itself looks really good, too. Uh, I've
1: seen some, cri- some criticisms, but I really like it.
0: I, I I personally get the impression that Triple H is a big NWA fan, and I think that's where a lot of his booking influences come for NXT. Yeah. And that belt looks like an old NWA
1: belt. Yeah, I I, I think it's really cool, and uh, especially in a company that's had some shaky (laughs) championship (laughs) belts, uh, it's nice to see something kind of classic and cool.
0: I think of that quote when RVD won the uh, spinning belt, and he's like, look, it spins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's this match has uh, Adam Cole, who's the biggest person on Ring of Honor, EC three, uh, who's huge in TNA, Ricochet, the biggest person from the Indies, Velveteen Dream, who's been a huge emerging star in NXT the last six months, uh, and then Lars Sullivan, who's a, a homegrown you know monster, and Killian Dane, who's another huge monster from the Indies of uh, the UK scene. There's this match has everything. You got you got flippy guys like Ricochet, you got the big guys, uh, and you got Charisma and someone like EC three. I, I think this match really could be the match of the weekend.
1: Uh there's a chance. I think NXT alone has several contenders and you know, not even talking about WrestleMania. So yeah, I think this is gonna be really, really excellent. Um and you can make a case for several people winning the match.
0: I, I agree. I think I, I could be wrong. I was I think the only person that I ruled out was Killian Dane.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I could see the other five having a legitimate chance of winning it. Sure. Uh, do you have a Do you have a prediction? So I'm gonna go with EC three. Because in my mind, he's extremely charismatic, and I think he's different from pretty much anyone else on the NXT roster, and he'll add a different element by being that champion.
1: Right, I see that. Uh, I go with Velveteen Dream, and the reason is because EC3 and Ricochet are going to get over uh, just because they're new and fresh. Velveteen Dream getting a a championship is going to mean that he's got more eyes on him, uh, more interest, and it gives him something to do, you know, something interesting.
0: You're right, that's true. Uh, with Ricochet and EC3, just the intrigue alone is enough for them. Whereas uh, Velveteen Dream, this would give him a sense of direction, and he, he's extremely popular. So that's right. that's, that's a good call. Uh, moving right along, uh, I, I guess the next match would be the Dusty Rhodes Classic Final, which is also a tag team championship match, which will be between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, because Bobby Fish... Uh, Tore his MCL and ACL, I believe, and is projected to be out for half a year, uh, who will be competing against the Authors of Pain, and what will hopefully be their farewell match in NXT, uh, versus the the makeshift tandem of Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne. What are your expectations for this match?
1: This one, I think, can be really good. Uh, I love Pete Dunne. I'm a huge Pete Dunne fan, and I think... I mean, I also love Roderick Strong, and so I think they're a really interesting and cool tag team. I love what they've been doing on NXT. Uh, So I'm excited to see this match. I feel like the champions retain. Pete Dunne is already a champion, and I don't don't really care for face Pete Dunne. I don't want to see that, and I feel like if they win the belts, that's where they have to go. So I would rather just let the champs retain and keep it moving. The big I've been
0: watching a lot of the tapings recently, and a big angle for the tapings is kind of how they're like a reluctant tag team that uh, Pete Dunne does not get along well with others, but because of their incredible athleticism, uh, they have made and forged a great team, and they've had really good matches so far. They had a match against uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan in the in yep. the and that was awesome. Yeah,
1: very very good,
0: and. I'm really, I think this is a, this could be like, this could be a uh, NXT in 2017, late 2016, had so many good tag team matches. I think this could be part of that tradition.
1: It's possible. Uh, and, I, I'm i not looking at it quite that way in terms of it being a classic like some of those, but I think a really solid match. And this is double duty for Adam Cole. Yep. I think you're right. I think the
0: champions uh, retain, uh, I I I look forward to seeing Adam Cole and Kyle Riley together. And like I said before, I I hope this is uh this marks the end of the authors of pain in uh, NXT.
1: It has to. It's over. They they've got to be called up now.
0: They've done everything. Yep. So up next we have, uh, Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler two.
1: Yeah, you know what, man? I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, we were there for their first match. Obviously, it was not very long, um, and it wasn't. They they didn't put their all into that match. That was more for the story. Yes. Now they've got a blood feud going. They've built it up, and now we get to see the payoff. I think Shayna Baszler has to take this.
0: Yeah, I I don't like the idea of her losing again. If I'm being honest,
1: she can't. Uh, she's already proven and asserted her dominance. What matters now is the coronation, for lack of a better term. Just, you know, taking her to that next level. Give NXT that monster, villain, heel champion that we've not... I don't think we've ever had in the women's division of NXT. I
0: mean, uh, you had Asuka, but she wasn't a um, like a monster like Shayna Baszler is. Right. Uh, my thinking with this match... Is that the loser is probably going to get called up. Regardless. Because if Shayna Baszler loses. There's an automatic storyline element with her and uh, uh, Ronda Rousey.
1: Yeah. That's the last thing I want to see.
0: Yeah. At least right now. You don't want to see that yet. That's something for down the road. kind of. I would think. Right. But if that were the case. I, that's what I would feel like they were doing.
1: Yeah. I think let's give Rhonda her you know there are a lot of obvious feuds that she can be in on the main roster uh before we have to dip into i mean this is an obvious feud too but they're not on the same show even
0: right i'm not even i'm not even suggesting a feud about like they're
1: together as a tandem oh uh uh i don't know yeah yeah they're, they're in different spaces right now in terms of like where their characters are at but
0: but, uh, and then, obviously, if Emma Moon loses, it's a good time to call her up, too. Pull the trigger.
1: I think, See what happens.
0: Yeah, I think I think she's ready. Yep. Uh, now, that takes us to the big grudge match that uh, they've been building up ever since, I think it was Orlando last year, where it was the ladder match with the Authors of Pain, and they came up short, and Ciampa betrayed Johnny Gargano. With that said, Champa got hurt. He, I believe, he also tore his ACL. Uh, he was out for half a year. He's back. Uh, he got Johnny Gargano barred from NXT by sabotaging his rematch with uh, Andrade San Almas, hitting him in the back with a with a crutch. And we have an unsanctioned match. If Johnny Gargano wins, he's reinstated to NXT. And if Champa wins, Gargano is banned from NXT forever.
1: Yeah, this could, go, <clears throat> this could go two ways. Obviously, there's two people in the match. Um, I strongly feel like Gargano will win. I think that's the right thing to do. But I've heard arguments to the contrary that also make a lot of sense to me. So I really... Uh, I'm going to go with Gargano, even though I see the other side, but that's what I want to see.
0: Johnny Gargano's arguably like probably a top three hottest baby face in the entire company right now with like probably AJ or Nakamura or, or Dang O'Brien. He's like, an, he's up there with a white hot baby face status of what's currently over. Like people love Johnny wrestling. I think it's a, I think, I think in a WWE move, they would have Chompa win because they love heat in WWE. But I think the correct booking is for Johnny Wrestling to win. I think it's the feel-good story. I think it's a payoff for a long journey for that,
1: for that character. Coming off of what happened in Philly also, just seeing Gargano have this amazing match and then lose, you and I were both there. If he had won, that building explodes. So now is the time to actually carry that over. And get that explosion here in in, uh, in at, at, at this takeover event.
0: If he if he loses, I I pres- I have have to think. He goes a two hundred five live or something.
1: I feel like this either way is not a one and done feud.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. I I wouldn't be surprised if they have another match at Brooklyn. Sure. Uh, I'm gonna say Johnny wins personally.
1: Yeah, I I. I... I'm hard pressed to see that not happening.
0: So that takes us to the main event. Uh, presumably the main event, at least we have Andrade San Almas with Selena Vega versus the hottest wrestler in NXT. Uh, I don't believe he's lost in a, even uh, an affair one-on-one match. Aleister Black.
1: Yeah, this is going to be incredible. Uh, I've I was not high on Cian Almas prior to Philly. Now I am. And everybody loves Alistair Black. So to see these two go head to head for the championship, it's gonna be amazing. And I think now's the time for Alistair Black to take the belt and carry NXT. See what he can do.
0: I I rewatched some of his takeover matches, Andrade Cien Almas. He faced Way Jose, he faced Tyler Dillinger, and he faced Bobby Roode. Uh, all in late 2016, early 2017. And I'm watching these matches now, after having watched what happened in Philadelphia, and I see the potential. I see the guy, El Idilo, that uh, was wrestling in Mexico, CMLL. Uh, But I feel like, and I've heard this rumor before, that there was a clear lack of confidence. And when you watch him now, he is confident. Yeah.
1: And I think this match could blow the roof off. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He obviously a switch has turned, and uh, now we're being treated to one of the, I would say, one of the best in the company. It seems that way. Well,
0: let's see. Let's see how he does against Alistair Black, who's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Right. Who do you go with? It's got to be Black. He. It's. It's time. It's his time to carry the company.
1: Yeah, totally agree.
0: And there's 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 other feuds from down the road. He can feud with EC three. He can feud with Adam Cole. There, there's options here, Lars Sullivan.
1: Sure. Yeah, I I think uh, the sky's the limit. We know that for Alistair Black, um, and there's just a lot of amazing matches down the pipe, and I I would love to see him get a nice six month, eight month reign. See what he does with it.
0: Yeah, that'd be good because there's been a lot of shorter champions recently. Yep.
1: Last thing we uh,
0: last thing before we move on to WrestleMania. What call ups are you expecting from NXT? Because the obviously the superstar shake up is looming. Who who are you projecting to come up?
1: So I think the uh, the authors of pain are obvious. We talked about that. Ember Moon is another one. I feel like she's got to go. Um. Other than that, I uh, I don't know. I don't really see a lot of. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't really see a lot of call ups.
0: I I had a couple others I thought of, uh, Sanity.
1: Ah, uh, yeah,
0: I could see them doing pretty well on the main roster.
1: They're a lot of fun. I really love Sanity, and I would love to see them get called up.
0: So Nikki Cross, Killian Dane, uh, uh, Eric Young, and uh, uh, Alexander Wolf. So yeah, <laughs> that, I think that'd be good. And the other one. Apparently, he's healthy, according to The Observer, uh, Drew McIntyre.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't realize he was healthy. He needs to get called up. Yeah. He should should not go back to NXT.
0: Yeah. And I I was thinking a big feud for 2018, I think, would be pretty good. It would be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm way into that, actually.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of story elements there. For sure. All right. Let's jump into WrestleMania. Uh, Before we get into this, tell me what match you are most excited for.
1: I am most excited for AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura.
0: It has to be, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the great thing about this particular WrestleMania, which is stacked, is that there are like five viable answers, right? Whereas a lot of years, it's very clear this is the match that's going to steal the show. This is the match that all the like... Marks are buzzing about. Uh, you, you know, this year feels like there are so many ways you could go. I wouldn't blame anybody if they said Charlotte versus Oscar, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane versus KO and, and Sammy, or even Roman and, and uh and Brock. There, mm-hmm. there are a lot of good answers to that question.
0: Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. Sure. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, even.
1: Yep. Half the half the card could steal the show. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a it's, uh,
0: it's really exciting. Uh, I, when we did the uh, the Survivor Series episode and the Royal Rumble episode, I expressed my trepidation because WWE uh, tends to overbook big shows. And Survivor Series let me down. The Royal Rumble did not. I am actually very excited for this WrestleMania pay per view.
1: This is the best on paper WrestleMania that we have had in a while, probably since 30, if I I mean I could be wrong, but 30, 31. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, 33 ended up being very good despite like on paper did not look good, but it ended up being very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's jump right into it. Uh, first up, we have the pre-show, there's three matches. Uh supposedly things could change, but as it is, we have three matches on there right now. Uh, starting off with the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, honestly, I don't care about the Battle Royals. Uh,
1: who, who's going to win? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't even really know who's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a list right now, and based on who who they've announced... I would go with Matt Hardy, but I, no, not even. I would go with Dolph Ziggler, uh, but I don't feel like the winner has been announced yet. Honestly,
0: yet yeah, who who won last year? Was it Mojo
1: Rawley? Yes. Jesus. So the two, so two out of the three uh, former winners are in it, and
0: uh... <laughs> they really moved up the card, huh? <laughs>
1: Baron Corbin's doing worse. Last year he was in a U.S. title match.
0: Oh my god, you're right. Was that against Dean Ambrose? Yes. Oh boy. So, not good for him. But (laughs) anyway. I'm going to say say Matt Hardy. Screw it. Fair enough. I'm not married to it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It could go either way. Him or Dolph or somebody we don't even know of yet.
0: Yeah, Rhino.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. How about Heath? He has kids to feed
0: That's right. You get a huge bonus for winning it. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have uh, the Women's Battle Royal.
1: Yeah, so for me, it probably comes down to Sasha and Bailey because that's obviously the big feud going into this match. And between the two, I think Sasha wins out. She's the heel. Yep. And she's more over, too. She's moreover, she's the heel, and I think that their big match is still to come. Yeah. And Sasha has to have that one up over Bailey. You don't want to have Bailey win this, and then that's it. You know, you want to have Sasha win this and hold it over Bailey and see where they take that.
0: It'd be nice for Becky Lynch to have a good performance because uh, she always seems rather underappreciated by the company.
1: Yeah, to me, honestly, I want—I would want her to win. But I just don't see that happening.
0: Yeah, I hear you. And uh, after uh, weeks of great 205 Lives, (laughs) unfortunately, Paramount's exactly where it did last year uh, as the last match, presumably, on the uh, pre-show. Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali.
1: So I do not follow uh, 205 Live, but I did watch the episode in which Mustafa Ali qualified for this match and it was really good and he was impressive and uh cedric alexander i've seen a lot on raw oh you know uh occasionally here or there when they do have those matches he's been featured so i think this is going to be incredible uh i go with mustafa ali though
0: i'm gonna say cedric alexander i think they have him uh, earmarked for big things and the last two cruiserweight champions were heels in neville and enzo amore uh i think it's i think i think it's time to I-, I think cedric is like the face of the 205 brand for at least the for at least the next few months
1: uh excuse my ignorance is is mustafa a heel yeah he wasn't in that promo i watched
0: I feel like in I feel like in the match she'll be working heel. Okay, you know what I mean. Sure. Uh,
1: Someone has to, right?
0: Yeah, but maybe you're right. Maybe Mustafa does win. I I, I think they're both. I mean, I I, had, I those were the two I had predicted uh, going into it. Uh, I think this is a match, just like the ladder match or the men's championship match in NXT that could really steal the weekend.
1: Sure. This Austin, is yeah, this is going to be really good.
0: Austin Aries and Neville had a great match last year.
1: It it I mean you could argue it was the best match. Yeah. A lot of people feel that way. So
0: Uh so next up we have uh Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn.
1: Daniel Bryan returning finally. Everybody's excited uh, as they should be. This is a, a watershed moment, I think. Uh, very Shawn Michaels-esque in terms of they were out for a similar amount of time with an injury people didn't think they'd recover from, and you know here they are. Uh, This is the match that I think makes the most sense. Uh, I've said from the beginning that Daniel Bryan would wrestle at this year's WrestleMania. I said it would be against Shane, so I was wrong on that respect, but the way that they've booked this whole feud between these four over the last several months, this actually makes more sense than a singles match, especially when you consider that Daniel Bryan was only cleared within the last couple weeks. It would be too hard to get there from where they left off at Fastlane. So I think this match makes a ton of sense. I'm really excited for it. I'm glad that Daniel Bryan is working with KO and Sammy, uh, and uh, I, I predict uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane to win.
0: However, the stipulation is if Owens and Zayn uh, do not win, they are still fired from SmackDown. Sure. So, wrong. do they go raw?
1: Yeah. Or, uh, SmackDown's getting a new a new GM, right? Yeah. Maybe they rehire them instantly. Who knows? Jeff Jarrett.
0: <laughs> oh, jeez. That could happen, couldn't it? Sure. Um... Yeah, I, I actually think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn win this match, but uh, they pin Shane McMahon.
1: Oof. I can't see Daniel Bryan losing his first match back. WWE wants that pop, right? Like,
0: yeah, you must be right. Yeah, you you must be right. You probably, I, I. It's Daniel Bryan's return.
1: Yeah, and also Owens and Zayn. Listen, we all love them, but as a unit together, it's played out. We need they need space. They can't continue to coexist
0: they're little shit stains that's true (laughs) this this is this is this was a huge hype builder for me that daniel bryan is coming back and his promo on that smackdown where he came back was so motivate
1: motivating yeah absolutely so you look at the card right and you go wow this is really amazing People weren't really saying that until Daniel Bryan came back because it gave us this great feeling about going into WrestleMania that we didn't have because the build was porous. The build for the show was not great. And then here's a guy everybody loves who hates Daniel Bryan, right? Who's saying, I'm back, and now we're interested again, and we look at the card with fresh eyes, and it's something worth talking about.
0: It's, it's, it's remarkable. We really haven't talked about this, but the road to WrestleMania this year has been so bad. Compared to last year, too, which was pretty good. The road to WrestleMania last year on both Raw and SmackDown were pretty decent all around. This year, I can't really think of a build for any of these matches that I've really been interested in.
1: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't even make sense when you consider how good this card is. Uh, But I've been watching several WrestleManias uh, just to get excited for this. And it's amazing to me how much more build there was for even the lowest match on the card than what we have had. I mean, you think back to, like, Booker T versus Edge, right, from, like, WrestleMania 18 or whatever it was. They had way more build than a lot of these matches. Um, And it just feels like they haven't really put the spotlight where it's needed to be and, uh, I hope it doesn't bite them, but yeah. you know, that, all that goes away once we actually are in our seats whether we're at home or in the arena for the show
0: yeah, and I, I think about how, oh, the build for Wrestlemania feels like the build for our B pay-per-view <laughs> And that really kind of sucks, but fortunately the card is really good, and I imagine the show, albeit long, will also be uh, very good. Yeah, totally. Let's talk about the U.S. Championship match. Uh, Randy Orton will be defending his U.S. Championship against Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and newly added Rusev.
1: So, I couldn't have cared less about this match until Rusev was added. And now... Actually, I'm kind of looking forward to it because I want to see Rusev win. Uh, None of these people need this belt. Bobby Roode needs to go heel. Randy Orton needs to go home. And Jinder Mahal, I don't know what to do with him. He can't hinder Jinder, so I don't know what to say (laughs) about that. Don't even try to hinder Jinder. Exactly. But Rusev could really do something with a win here. And uh, I think he needs it and deserves it. So I go with Rusev.
0: I'm not excited for the match. Uh, I don't, I, I'm not particularly interested in any of their wrestling abilities. Uh, I think Rusev's fine. Bobby Root's fine. Randy Orton's fine. Uh, but I imagine this is going to be a slog. They're all going to move at it's, it's Rusev gonna, Day. It is Rusev Day, and he should win. But they're going to move at the slow WWE pace that can drag with the wrong people.
1: All right, Phil, but what you don't understand is that Sunday is also Rusev Day, <laughs> and he's going to give it everything he has, and he's going to make the match special.
0: Picture this. Rusev wins, and there's just balloons and confetti falling everywhere with a giant cake that comes out, and it's a Rusev Day celebration.
1: Wow, Rusev could win the U.S. championship on Rusev Day. That would, That would be really special.
0: Yeah. I kind of like it. I'm going with Rusev. I'll go with Rusev, too. But watch Randy Orton win.
1: (laughs) I have no words for that, honestly. Please move on. Okay.
0: Next up, we have uh, the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss, defending her championship against her former best friend, Nia Jax.
1: So it'd be really obvious to have Nia win here. And uh, I don't think that that's, like, the wrong call, necessarily. Um, But I also wouldn't mind Alexa pulling out some kind of cheap win and then having Naya take the belt at, like, Backlash or something like that. I think you could go that way. But if I have to predict it, you know what? I'm still going to go with Alexa because we know that, well, we don't know, but, you know, Charlotte and Asuka is also a match. And uh, if Charlotte doesn't win that, are we just going to have both champions drop belts the same night? I I don't feel that way. I'm going with Alexa here.
0: The problem with that is I think it could be really damaging to Nia Jax for her to lose uh, to Alexa Bliss here. Um... Even if Alexa cheats? I think it'd be really damaging for Nia Jax to lose to Little Miss Bliss because uh, even if it's like a heel chicken shit heel kind of like miz thing where you know it's a dirty finish this is going to have the largest audience and she's supposed to be the big show or the cane or whatever of of the women's brand I think I think it could really hurt her in this in this specific case you're probably right i was still going with Alexa, but you're probably right. And You're probably right. It probably will be Alexa who wins. Your reasoning <laughs> made a lot of sense. We shall see. Okay. Moving right along. Uh, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match where Jimmy and Jay Uso will finally be on the main card of a Big 5 pay-per-view or a Big 4 pay-per-view where they will face the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers in a triple threat tag team match.
1: Yeah, I, I think this is going to be really good. We know what the Usos and the New Day can do. The Bludgeon Brothers and No Slouches and Carper, we all understand how good he is. Um, I was personally wanting the Usos versus the New Day to be the match without the Bludgeon Brothers. But we've seen that so many times that you have to add something fresh to the mix in order to get people invested and not have it be a pre show match, right? So, uh, that being said, though, I feel like the Usos win this. They deserve it, uh, and, uh, honestly, I don't know anybody who's looking for another New Day reign, and the Bludgeon Brothers haven't proven themselves yet, so.
0: Honestly, I'm, I'm tired of both the Usos and the New Day as champions. I think they're established enough that they don't need belts anymore, you know? But the problem is, you're right, the Bludgeon Brothers... As they're not established enough. And I think it speaks to how tired the SmackDown tag scene is. Uh, as good as the Usos and New Day are, which they really are, I was really into their their feud and around SummerSlam. I, I got burned down on it because I, I felt like they played it out too long, which was a big problem with SmackDown booking in general from the summer through the fall. Yeah. Um, so I think this will be a really exciting match because they are really good. But I'm hoping this there'll be separation after. Like I, I hope the Usos and the New Day are separated at the Superstar Shakeup or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I think the Usos retain and they go on to uh, feud with the the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, exclusively.
0: And bring the New Day back to Raw, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm up for that.
0: Okay, moving right along here, we have the Intercontinental Championship match where The Miz will have to defend against Seth Rollins
1: and Finn Balor. So, another match that could easily steal the show. Uh, Seth and Finn are going to tear the house down and The Miz is going to be one step behind them. Uh, the build to this actually has been one of the better built uh, storylines going into WrestleMania. Uh, the Miz has done a lot of the lifting, the heavy lifting to make this something interesting beyond just the the, the match quality. Uh, so, I'm looking forward to how this plays out. Um, I feel like you really could make an argument for any of them winning the match. Uh, I personally would say Finn needs it the most, but Seth will win.
0: Seth has had a real hot streak going on uh, since about February with Elimination Chamber. Um, the, I think Miz was doing the most heavy lifting until the go-home show uh, the Monday before Wrestlemania where Seth and Finn had in my opinion the best Raw match I've seen in over half a year sure that was
1: incredible it really was and it showcases why this is a must see match uh, because they're going to put their th- those elements are going to be present Um, but you're right Seth Rollins has been the man for a little while now. And uh, the the championship, the WWE championship scene is too stacked. I should say the universal championship scene is too stacked with Roman and Brock. And then whoever wins that, likely facing Samoa Joe or whoever. Uh, it, it's just too stacked for him right now. He's not going to win that belt within the next few months. He needs something. And I think he needs this.
0: I think Seth will win. I don't think Finn Balor comes out as the demon either, which they'll no. protect the demon. Yep. And I think Finn and Seth will feud over the IC belt until they are ready to have Seth challenge for the Universal belt, where Finn will then be the IC champion. That's my booking prediction there. I agree. Um, though, I, I honestly, I think both
1: should be moved to SmackDown, if I'm being honest. Fair enough. Uh, I, I think there's more heat to them in terms of a feud so i'd like to see them stay together but wherever they go yeah sure if they go to smackdown that's fine
0: yeah uh so i agree seth wins um uh, and i think this opens up Miz to challenge for the wwe championship uh, like winning money in the bank presumably or something
1: yay yeah
0: <laughs> okay moving right along we have uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon uh, excuse me you said her name wrong Ronda <laughs> Rowdy Ronda
1: Rowdy is- okay so let me correct you yeah please uh, it's Rowdy, Row- Rowdy Rousey <laughs> Rowdy and Stephanie R- McMahon. get it right I can't even do Kurt- Kurt's fuck ups
0: <laughs> I think this is going to be a
1: good match yeah, you know what, as crazy as it is, I think this match has been one of the better built matches, one of the best built matches, and I think it's going to be really good. Uh, Yeah, okay, Stephanie can't wrestle, but that's not the only qualifier for a good wrestling match. Um, Triple H and Kurt Angle are going to do the, the bulk of the actual in-ring competition, and Ronda will put Stephanie in an armbar and make her tap. And everybody's gonna love it.
0: I think this is gonna be such a carefully booked and choreographed match to make up for. Like this is gonna be so carefully laid out that, it'll, yeah. and it'll be short. Ye-
1: well, I, yeah. short-ish, ten minutes, yeah, ish, yeah. That for it, sure.
0: it will be very good. It'll be as good as it can be. Last year you had Brock versus Goldberg in like a four-minute match, and that was booked to all the strengths of everyone involved.
1: Same here this will be the same. Kurt and Triple H could put on a phenomenal 10-minute match. Kurt Angle has 10 minutes in him. <laughs> 100%. And obviously, the big payoff is to see Ronda get her hands on Stephanie. Finally. And we're going to get it. So, yeah.
0: Alright, next up, we have the, the Raw Tag Team Champions. Cesaro and Sheamus versus Bronze Roman and a mystery partner. Who is it? brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's awful who looked like a, an offspring of the dudleys
1: he really did you're <laughs> was, not kidding
0: I, when I saw that because like I had it in the background I was like wait is that Bubba Ray <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately confused
1: what a shame
0: uh I had an idea and I know it's not unique because I've seen it floated around on the internet but I would and I know it's not going to happen either but I would love to see Neville.
1: Wow, that's not gonna happen. I know. Uh, <laughs> that is
0: far off. Uh, be, Neville's be cool. like Neville's like little, Braun. Hey, yeah, sure.
1: I I, I love Neville. Who doesn't? Right? Uh, yeah. But it's it's you know,
0: and whoever I it mean, is is not going to be on the Neville level. Who is? Yeah, exactly. He's a king without a crown now.
1: I feel like it's very, very suspect that Elias does not have anything for WrestleMania. That's like a huge, you know, marker, exclamation point. And the other option for me has always been Samoa Joe. I've said Samoa Joe since day one, but the reality is that he seems pegged for a feud with Roman Reigns. Or I should say, the winner of the, <laughs> w, the WWE Universal Title match. So, uh, to me, it's Elias. It has to be.
0: I don't know who else it could be. Honestly, it has to be Elias, right?
1: Yeah, it makes no sense, but uh, it's Elias.
0: I, I'm not. I've never been a uh, James Ellsworth fan. I uh, I really hated that triangle he had with James Dean and AJ Styles. But for this one specific case, I would not be upset if it turned out to be James
1: Ellsworth. You said James Dean. Can we just point that out? (laughs) (laughs) Dean Ambrose. (laughs) (laughs) Who they definitely got his first name from
0: James Dean. (laughs)
1: Probably, yeah. (laughs) Uh, James Ellsworth, that could be funny. You know, that was kind of how Braun made his mark, if I remember correctly, just kind of throwing James Ellsworth around, so uh, sure, why not? Yeah, all right. Moving right
0: along, we uh, we have the women's uh, SmackDown match where we'll have Charlotte Flair defend against the women uh, money uh, the women's Royal Rumble winner, Asuka. There you go, man. I was really stumbling after I said James <laughs> Dean.
1: <laughs> That's okay. So uh, this is the most anticipated women's match. I'm gonna go out on a limb, maybe of all time. Uh, yeah. In the WWE,
0: yeah. well, probably even outside the WWE,
1: uh, like period. In my lifetime, I have never known of a women's match that was more hotly anticipated than this. This match I'm looking forward to as much as any other match on the on the whole show, including AJ and Nakamura. Like I, this, if if AJ and Nakamura is A, this is A one. This is the the or A you know or B whatever. They're right alongside each other for me. Uh, I think that Asuka will win but I think that this match is going to elevate Charlotte in a loss because everybody expects her to lose there's nobody that expects her to beat the streak and this gives her an opportunity to showcase what she can do
0: yeah absolutely I Charlotte Flair is definitely the face of the women's wrestling for WWE and this is a huge opportunity for her to
1: look great in defeat well see you gotta have to correct you the face of women's wrestling in WWE is actually Stephanie I knew so. that was coming yeah she yeah, is facts right. she is uh, no but, but in all seriousness yeah you're absolutely right um, there is one other element though that we have to talk about Carmella yeah does she cash in?
0: I, I actually really like the idea of her cashing in and also just getting squashed.
1: So I've seen the idea floated around, and I think it makes sense that she cashes in and takes the pin so that Asuka wins the match but does not actually pin Charlotte to keep that as a feud that can happen down the road. I think that's a great idea, actually. I love it. Because I don't really want to see Charlotte lose. Not yet. Yeah. Like, maybe SummerSlam later on, but not yet.
0: I agree. And this presents an an interesting situation, because if Asuka does beat Charlotte in this feud and carries on this undefeated streak, who beats Asuka? And to me, the only real person that you can turn to at that point is uh, Rowdy
1: Rousey. (laughs) uh <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah probably but I don't know if I want that like I, that's just such a it's an involved conversation just because we don't know how good Rhonda is we don't know you know when she's gonna be ready to challenge for the belt that could be a while off so
0: yeah absolutely um all right well we'll move right along here. Uh, let's talk about the other elephant in the room. John Cena and The Undertaker.
1: You mean John Cena versus Vacant. (laughs) No kidding.
0: Vacant is like the most accomplished wrestler in all of WWE. Undefeated. Many championships.
1: (laughs) Uh, What do you think? Is this match going to happen or what?
0: So the Observer is saying that it might end up being... A confrontation to set up a match for next year's WrestleMania.
1: That is weird.
0: Yeah. That is so
1: weird. Why why would you set up that Undertaker ma- Undertaker's gonna be seventy seven years old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Ted man will be more dead. He, yeah, he'll he might actually be dead. What are we doing? What are we waiting for?
0: Yeah, and I think because I mean not to not to uh, misquote it but they're saying that the match could very well still happen as well. Uh I don't think I think if this match doesn't happen people will be pissed. Just because of the build.
1: Yeah, why I don't know. Like it- there's there so there's a part of me that thinks that's super cool. Build they built that they built up to a match that didn't happen. Why because it's 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 different We've not seen that before, uh, and it it calls into question, where do you go with that storyline? But I don't want them to have The Undertaker actually appear and then not wrestle. That's insane. And what a waste of John Cena. Yeah, yeah. Very, very odd for them to go that way. Uh, One theory that I saw floating around that I thought was pretty cool is to have uh, John Cena actually in the stands, just in the audience for the show, and uh, at some point just have him come out from there and try to do something elaborate to get The Undertaker to appear. And he does. And then they fight. That, but that, why? I don't know.
0: I've heard, I've seen that, too, and I think that very well could happen. That sounds plausible.
1: Yeah, it's just, what, what would it take? That's the thing. We don't know what it takes to get The Undertaker to fight at this point. I do. We have, what, what does it take?
0: It takes Kid Rock to perform his theme song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you think he's coming out as the American Madass?
0: I don't. I think that's his wishful thinking from people that uh, don't want to tarnish that retirement he had last year.
1: You know what I uh, I felt like the American badass makes sense, but you're you're probably right. That's probably correct. So does it happen? Yep, it happens. I think
0: so too. I think they have the match.
1: Okay, and the other element is that maybe John Cena decides to put his career on the line to make it tantalizing for the Undertaker, and. It can be a career versus career match. In which case, who wins? Cena. Has to be, right?
0: Because one, this match doesn't mean anything because Undertaker's lost twice at WrestleMania now and like retired last year. And two, he's seventy seven years old. This is a match <laughs> that's ten years too late. I'm I'm exaggerating. Literally. I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Um it needs that extra oof to make it really special. so and I don't even I, know if
0: they could succeed at that for me because that match last year was
1: so bad. Yeah, but you know what? I like the pairing of John and the Undertaker more. We've seen them wrestle before. They have so they have some history. Uh, I think John will be better suited his his move set and whatnot is better suited. For uh, the Undertaker, and I just think that that I care about that more. I didn't, I didn't care about Roman and the Undertaker, so the punches that they're throwing don't mean as much because I'm not invested. Whereas with this, I care about seeing these two titans go head to head. That
0: takes us to the last two matches of the night. So first is the dream match: AJ Styles versus Shans- Shansuke. <laughs> <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. Was for, that
1: deliberate or
0: well it was Shakamura, I think, was what was happening there. Okay. Shinsuke Nakamura, or as uh, Michael Cole kept calling him during the rumble Shin. <laughs> 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 it's awful. Uh,
1: yeah. It's it's late over here. Uh for the WWE championship. Boy, what what can be said about this that hasn't been said? Uh we've seen them wrestle before uh elsewhere in japan we've seen them that that
0: uh, that reminds me before you leave for new orleans the uh new japan network has uploaded that match for free on their on their website
1: i've already seen it uh and it's phenomenal uh i'm i'm refusing to rewatch it though just because i want this match to be as close to fresh as possible i saw that match uh 6 months 6 months ago or so and so i i don't want to I don't want to taint my experience with knowledge of the past and what they did back then. Um, this match is going to be absolutely incredible. It's rare in the WWE that you get a match between two people who are phenomenal wrestlers who are having a match that has prestige. That doesn't happen that much. This match is for the title. That matters. This is high profile. They they have such confidence in AJ that he's coming in as the champion in a major match against Nakamura, a guy who a lot of people, who I consider smart people, didn't think he was going to go anywhere on the main roster because of the WWE wanting to hold him back because of the language barrier or because he was old or because he was not... You know, because he was washed up, or whatever reasoning people had, he's proven everybody wrong, and here we are, and it's gonna be amazing. I, uh,
0: I I I know someone that is pretty 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 knowledgeable too, and something they said uh, really stuck with me, where they talked about how a big reason why they signed Nakamura was because of the match he had with AJ Styles at Wrestle Kingdom, and they paid him a lot of money. He's one of the highest-paid wrestlers on the roster, even when he was in NXT. I think I think he was going to be put in a position where he really couldn't fail unless he really fucked up on his own.
1: I think you're probably more right about that than most people realize. The point I'm trying to get at is that people actually thought there was a chance that this doesn't happen. And I don't think that. As soon as Nakamura came up, it was like clear that that's what was going to happen at some point. Whether it was Nakamura beating Jinder and AJ challenging him or what we actually got, it was gonna happen. And it was gonna be for the belt. There's no way around it. To me, two matches were set in stone for this year's Wrestlemania. This match and Lesnar and Roman.
0: Yeah, I I think you're 100% right. And I think Nakamura wins.
1: Oh, I don't agree with that. I think AJ Styles will beat him.
0: There's rumors that AJ is going to take a little bit of time off after WrestleMania because he's got a a, a ginger back. Um, he was missing some house shows leading into WrestleMania. I think this is a good opportunity for him to take a little bit of time off and coronate Nakamura.
1: You know what? You're right. He, is, he has been hurt, and I know that uh, he's been nursing something and they don't want... They're not going to want to have somebody who's injured uh, carrying the the, the the championship. So I think you're making a good point. Um, man, you're making me want to change my pick. <laughs> but I won't. I'm sticking with AJ. Okay,
0: yeah, fair enough. And he totally could retain. Yeah. I, I don't think this is a match that's... The the winner matters so much. This is a, ma- a match about the
1: match. Yeah, exactly. Th- that is absolutely right. You could have anybody. You could have either one win, and I know for me, I don't care what the outcome is. As long as the outcome is we got a good match.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, that takes us to our main event.
1: Are you so sure that this is the main event, by the way?
0: So, again, this is uh, Meltzer, who's uh, the, always the guy. Uh, Monday, he said, as of Monday, this was going to be the main event, though that could change.
1: Okay. I, uh, I'm not all the way sure that this is the last match. I think we've talked about uh, at least two matches that could go on after this. I think you could have Kurt and Ronda versus Triple H and... Stephanie, go on after or John Cena, the Undertaker, and I would not be surprised.
0: I don't think Ronda. I don't think the tag match will go last. That doesn't feel like a WWE main of uh, WrestleMania main event. Uh, that feels like it will be in the middle of the show, as like as they would call it like a co-main event. The show, I think, to them they have three, four main events, which is the two championship matches and the two matches you said. But I, th- right. I think Roman and Brock will go on last. This has been their story for a year. Roman's the guy. Brock's had the belt for over a year.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, and Roman wins. So I think that a lot of people are underestimating what this match is going to be. This is not going to be uh, a throwaway match. This is not going to be a bad match. This is going to be a really good match. Their, their, their prior match at, what was it, uh, 31? Yes. Yeah, that match was really good. It was. Uh, and, and Roman's
0: s- better now than he was then.
1: Yeah, and everybody remembers the Seth Rollins cash-in, but what everything that happened before that was awesome. So I have high hopes for this match, believe it or not, and I think that, yeah, Roman wins. Brock They're- is, is UFC-bound.
0: Yes, Dana White's already said it.
1: Yeah, so Roman wins.
0: The big rumor is that Paul Heyman turns on Brock.
1: Yeah, I just don't really see Paul Heyman caring to stick around without Brock. Well, I
0: think he did an interview recently where he uh, talked about the idea of like if he could manage anyone. Roman came up. Uh, at the very least, he's very cognizant of what he's doing because he is... Very brilliant at this sort of PR stuff So he knows he's Stirring the pot with the conversation uh, It's just a matter of whether or not It happens because as far as I'm concerned my I, I'm not excited For this match just because it's been Broadcast for a year We've known about this match and the outcome Of this match for over a year And it's, it's, it's really killed Raw's main event scene for so Long and made it Stagnate and you're right. This will be a good match, and I will enjoy it when I watch it. But it's hard to be enthused about the outcome if there's nothing different about it. Paul Heyman uh, swerving and turning on Brock—that has my interest a little more because it's just, it's different.
1: Normally, like the, so, we've seen situations like this in the past, right? Like it was it was a, literally announced a year in advance that we would get The Rock versus John Cena. And two years in a row, we knew that that was going to be the main event. Way before WrestleMania came about. The difference is that, to me, that right there, it has a lot to do with egos. It has a lot to do with egos. It has a lot to do with making millions of dollars. Whereas this is, at least Roman Reigns is a guy who's around all the time. This is their guy. That's okay. That's what they want to do. That's perfectly fine. I am, like, not sick of Roman Reigns in terms of his in-ring capabilities. Whereas, I could give a crap about John Cena at circa WrestleMania uh, 28 or 29. I was over it. Done. Especially after the Miz match, you know? Um, And also, those matches were really bad. This is gonna be good. And I don't fault either one of these guys for what the plan was. You know, the plan that they had no part in. So they're going to go out there. They're going to have their match, and it's going to be good. Roman's going to win. I'm going to boo. But at (laughs) least it's going to be enjoyable. That's what matters.
0: I think if this card was bad,
1: I would really be down on this match. It's all relative, right? Like, you're probably right. If, if, If the rest of the card was bad, I'd be singing a different tune, but it's not.
0: Because of how good this card is. I'm okay with this match, and I'm okay with it main, uh, headlining the show.
1: Yeah, it's and it's the right call. I think you're because right because they're the two biggest in the company. Well, Dana Bryan's back. Hey man, everybody's throwing around those YouTube numbers. I'm sure you've seen them. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know people care about. People care about Brock and, Le- and uh Brock and Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my current angle. Uh, people care about Brock and Roman uh, more than we realize. So, you know, this is the way to go for now.
0: Though, uh, can, uh, just to play devil's advocate here, Daniel O'Brien moved the SmackDown needle, like, substantially when he came back. For the one week, yep. So we'll uh, just, we'll we'll see what happens with D. Bry going forward, and uh, I have to think Roman's gonna hold that belt for at least through SummerSlam, and honestly, if uh, I'm I'm, at, I'm thinking Vince is thinking longer than Brock held it for. That
1: will I, I honestly think that will hurt Raw really really badly. Uh, you, you can't. We just went through this. We can't do it again. He's got to. we're going to do more shows like this, so we'll talk about that more later, but I don't think we can survive another one of these year-long rains. Yeah. Ha, (laughs) pun. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. (laughs) All right, folks, that
0: takes us to the end here. Uh, Sean is going to New Orleans for Saturday and Sunday. We'll have a review of this up sometime next week whenever Sean can record it. Um, For now, that is it for us. We are very excited for WrestleMania weekend. Sean's got the green light and he's ready to
1: go. Oh, oh. <sighs> I believe you did that at the start of the show. I sure Didn't did. like it then. <laughs> Hate it more now. I can only tolerate you so much, Phil. <laughs> uh, and I've reached my limit. So I'm Sean Bartley signing off. Take care, guys. Yeah, take it easy, everyone. Thanks for listening.